Hello, Hawks fans, and welcome to another episode of the Kettlecast with your host, Forrest Willoughby. On this episode of the cast, we'll be talking about the Hawks' 112-96 win over the Orlando Magic. The Hawks welcome a new-look Magic in the State Farm Arena, and Trey Young goes for 25 points, Clint Capella has another double-double, and the Hawks cruise to victory. Without further ado, let's get into it. This is just a much different Magic team that the Hawks played earlier this season. The Hawks were able to get a victory in Orlando. That was right after Nate McMillan had taken over and a big win for the Hawks on the road. And the Orlando team they faced at State Farm Arena is much different. At the trade deadline, the Magic were busy. They traded Evan Fournier, Aaron Gordon, and Nikola Vucevic and got a bunch of younger players back. And the Hawks got to look got to see a lot of these younger players play extended time against them. Um, the Magic also did not have... MCW, Markel Foltz, Jonathan Isaac, or James Ennis. Of course, the Hawks have their own long list of players who are unavailable. No DeAndre Hunter, Danilo Gallinari, Cam Reddish, Tony Snell, and Chris Dunn. And the Hawks were coming off their win against the Pacers and hoping to be able to stretch that into like a little two-game win streak, especially on the first night of a back-to-back. The Hawks will face the Knicks next in New York, and so this game against the Magic was really important. Both uh, the Celtics um, and the Heat are starting to come back in the Eastern Conference standings. And so the Hawks need to really keep pace and keep getting wins. And against a diminished Magic squad, Hawks definitely could not afford to overlook this team and try to just get ready for the Knicks, who have really had the Hawks number so far this season. Uh, and to the Hawks' credit, they didn't. It wasn't the most beautiful game. Um, I certainly won't be any game that will be sent to the Hall of Fame, but the Hawks did a nice job of getting a win when they weren't playing their best. Um, They got good performances from all their starters. Lou Williams did a lot of the heavy lifting, especially for the bench. The Hawks were actually um, only beat the Orlando bench by one point, 33-32, and 22 of those points came from uh, Sui Lu. But it was a really nice performance from the Hawks and one that was they were able to just kind of methodically get this win and it was never really in doubt. But uh, let's go through the game. So in the first quarter, Wendell Carter Jr., who's from Pace Academy here in Atlanta uh, and got traded to the Magic at the trade deadline in the move for the Bulls to get Nikola Vucevic, came out and he was playing. He was on fire. He started the game hitting a three-pointer and really... He would end up having a wonderful game. Six of eight, one of two on his threes, ended up with 17 points, nine rebounds, two of them offensive, three steals. He was the only Magic player, only Magic starter with a positive plus minus plus one. But Wendell Carter looked really good. And the Magic came out early and were playing very good basketball. Uh, This was the first time the Hawks had seen Cole Anthony, the Magic first round pick of the latest, latest draft. And he played really well at the starting point guard position. But the Hawks were able to really uh, follow Kevin Herter, who had a strong first quarter, scored double digits in that first quarter, looked really aggressive, and was finding a shot, whether it be driving to the basket or shooting three-pointers. Um, but were able to ride Kevin Herter and eventually take the lead um, at the end of the first quarter, 27-24. to Now, the second quarter is where the Hawks just went wild. They would end up outscoring Orlando 38-24 to in that second quarter, and the Hawks just had everything clicking. Clint Capella 
Um, the Magic have, again, Wendell Carter and Mo Bamba playing center, but no, neither of those players have the experience or strength yet to deal with Clint Capella, and Clint Capella continues his just monstrous play. He had a double-double in the first half, um, and there was really nothing the Magic could do to stop that. Uh, the Hawks got kind of an even contribution all the way up and down their starting lineup, and uh, everyone was part of that big push that helped push the Hawks up in that 38-point quarter. There was a lot of threes, and again, Lou Williams in particular came off the bench, and he was really able to take it to the young team against the Magic. He was able to get young defenders to foul him while shooting three-pointers. He actually did that three times in this game, which is just, it's uh, you know it's devastating for a team to foul a three-point shooter once in a game. And the Magic just would not stop fouling uh, Lou Williams. And Lou Williams was unable to take the hesitancy after getting foul calls and go get into the paint and get to his floater. Um, It was good to see Lou come out and really he just pushed the Hawks to this win. He was just like, uh, again, no no one on the Magic could really stop Lou. He got some really wonderful like layups where it is his angles that he's able to hit, hit for those layups are incredible. And um, he really just powered the Hawks. Um, and sometimes when the bench really had nothing else going, uh, Lou would be one of only three Hawks players off the bench to get to score. Um, he was able to really lift the Hawks and give them that uh, scoring punch. Neither team would shoot the three ball particularly well. Uh, the Hawks were 9 of 34. And Orlando clearly was trying to get the right, you know, right shots, according to at least analytics, just in the area where three points is greater than two. But I thought some of the three-pointers that Orlando was taking were just terrible. Um, they would end up shooting eight of 37 from three, 22%. And it really hurt them in that uh, second quarter where they just couldn't get any offense going. In a weird coincidence, Orlando would score 24 points in all four quarters. Um, but they did not do it themselves any favor, especially in that third, uh, second quarter when the Hawks just really blitzed the Magic and outscored them by 14 points in that quarter. The third quarter would ultimately be the Hawks' worst quarter. They would only score 15 points um, again. The Magic would score 24, and I thought this was a big opportunity for the Magic to get back into the game, and some of their poor shooting came back to bite them. Um, but the Hawks just had nothing going. It was not a good quarter to watch aesthetically for either team. Um, neither team was shooting the ball well. The Hawks just couldn't get anything to fall. Were really out of sync. Trey's floater wasn't working. Um, they just couldn't get anything to fall. And that period really couldn't end fast enough. And then in the fourth quarter, the Hawks stretched out the lead. And ultimately, both teams were able to empty their benches with about two and a half minutes, three minutes to go. Um and it would never get close close after the third quarter. The third quarter, the Magic were able to draw within six before, again, Lou Williams came back in. He was able to stretch the lead back up, and ultimately the Hawks would get a 112-96 to point win. The shooting numbers in this game are not pretty. The Hawks were uh, 39 of 94 for 41% from the field. Orlando was 34 of 86 for 40%. Again, they didn't shoot the three well. There's a lot of free throws. Both teams shot 29 free throws. The rebounding, you can see the real um, effect of John Collins and Clint Capella. The Hawks out-rebounded the Magic 65-40. to The difference on the offensive glass was just as uh, big, 18-6. to uh, Both teams, I mean, 
the assist numbers are so low. The Hawks had 20 assists compared to Orlando's 13 assists. They're just a young team that hasn't played a lot of minutes together, especially with all the new additions, and it really showed. Um, Both teams had double-digit turnovers. The Hawks had 14. That's frankly just unacceptable. Um, And then points in the paint, the Hawks won 48-40. Clint Capella, John Collins um, really were part of that. That fourth quarter, John Collins really got going, and he was eventually able to get a double-double, but Looking at some of the individual performances, Trey Young wearing some Trey bands, some goggles. He got poked in the eye by Aneka Kongwu last game, had a little bit of swelling and was wearing some goggles. Um, it seemed to, he missed a free throw early. It would be the only free throw he missed. Um, and then he hit a three-pointer, so there was some discussion about whether or not he would stick with the Trey bands. But um, I don't know that we'll see a lot of the Trey bands. It does look cool, but... Uh, he, he was at least figuring out how to play with them in the first game, but he was 7 of 16 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3, 9 of 10 on his free throws for 25 points. He had 5 rebounds, 7 assists, and a steal, 5 turnovers. Um, unlike last game where he was able to get down to just 2 turnovers, Trey turned it over a few more times, and you know the Hawks just didn't play their best game, and it's really a sign of a more mature team than we've seen the last two years that they didn't have their A game and they were able to get a win. But this is certainly not going to be able to get a win against the Knicks if they play with the same um, kind of sloppiness and uh, lack of attention to detail. Clint Capella, 14 and 19, six offensive rebounds, um, two blocks. Bogdan Bogdanovich, six of 16. He had 14 points, four rebounds, two assists. Kevin Herter, really strong start to the game again, 15 points, two rebounds, two assists, and three steals. He got to the basket and got fouled on an and one, which is really good to see from Herter. Um, his aggression just continues to be a very big positive at this point in the season. And then John Collins was four of nine, three of four from the free th- th- from the free throw line for eleven points. He had fifteen rebounds, two assists, and a block. Um, Solomon Hill had six rebounds, two assists. Lou Williams huge off the bench, twenty-two points, three rebounds, two assists, and then. Uh, Akangwu had five rebounds of steal. I did think Akangwu was a little hesitant on the offensive side of the ball. In one area, I would like to see him be a little bit more aggressive is just going straight back up uh, and looking to looking to score when he has the ball and not just be a connector on offense. Um, and then Brandon Goodwin had seven points, five rebounds, three assists. He was Trey's primary backup uh, with Lou Williams kind of manning the two next to either Goodwin or Trey Young. On the Magic side, again, Wendell Carter was really their best player. He had 17 points uh, with those nine rebounds. Cole Anthony had a very nice um, performance, 17 points, um, five rebounds, eight assists, two steals. He got to the free throw line a few times. Um, He was able to get an and one over Clint Capella, which is pretty impressive. And he was was more than willing to try to take Trey Young off the dribble. Um, So it was a good performance from the rookie. Um, <clears throat> Chuma Okiki, who's also from the Atlanta area, had six points, five rebounds, two hits, assists, and then Gary Harris, who came over in the Aaron Gordon trade, um, was four of eight from the field, five of seven from the free throw line for 14 points, and those were the highlights for the Magic Men. So, really good to see the Hawks get a kind of workmanlike win, one where they were not playing their best basketball. And one when they were able to put a uh, 
lesser team away kind of early and get a little bit of rest before going up to New York. Um, it, some of the areas the Hawks definitely have to clean up is the turnovers. They need a, you know to be moving the ball a little bit better, but they were able to control the paint, and the ability to control the paint really pushed the Hawks to, to the win. And um, Again, with as many players who the Hawks are missing, it's good to see Lou Williams come in, pick up the slack off the bench, and with Lou Williams, I mean, Lou was just clearly uh, a veteran that just was able to use his kind of veteran savvy against the uh, Magic and and really, like, lift the Hawks above the Magic. He was just not going to let this team um, lose a game in Atlanta. So the Hawks went in. They got uh, what they needed done, done. It pushes them to 32-26 and 26 on the season. They're now six games over five hundred. They continue to control their um own standing own spot in the standings where they're the four seed and they're going up to play a Knicks team that is playing extremely good basketball the Knicks are on a winning streak and the Knicks have really played the Hawks well this season especially Julius Randle um it's going to be good to see John Collins who had a nice close to this game have to match up with uh Julius Randle and see what the Hawks do um outside of John Collins and see if they're able to go into an Eastern Conference Foe, one who is in the playoffs right now, go up to um, the Garden and, and see if they can get a win against the Knicks. But a solid win for the Hawks against the Magic and one that just continues to add to their win total. Go Hawks! Thank you for catching this episode of the KettleCast. You can reach me at kettlecast at gmail.com. Go Hawks!